0: Amy King, otherwise known as Dr. Amy. And this podcast is the most important medicine. If you are a physician or healthcare provider, this podcast is for you. This is where we learn about trauma-informed medicine and ways to build resilience in healthcare organizations. We do this through your stories and the stories of other professionals and patients. We listen to each other to transform medicine with compassion and curiosity about what it means to be a trauma-informed practice or provider. Every time you join me, I want you to hear practical information and leave with tangible tools that you can use with patients right away. Well, today, friends, I am just giving you an update on some topics I've been talking about lately on my newsletter or blog or whatever you want to call it, but it really has been around taking time to experience joy. I know for so many of you, um, there's just been years of feeling overwhelmed to the point of burnout. And I know we've talked a lot about burnout in healthcare organizations on this podcast. And most recently, as I was talking to a group of providers, we were discussing this concept of avoiding re-traumatization, which is part of being a trauma-informed practice, right? To resist re-traumatization. And the piece that we got stuck on with each other and in this community was the re-traumatization and continued traumatization that's happening within your physical and professional spaces, um, whether that be just feeling fatigued post um, all things shut down and pandemic, or what patients and families continue to experience, whether it be related to COVID or Uh, patient care or electronic health records or understaffing or whatever the case may be that's going on, there's continued traumatization that's occurring for you as individuals. And so it's really hard to then offer that to people that you're practicing with and for. But several of you, when I was talking about this in the Provider Lounge, which is our learning collaborative, mentioned that it just feels, everything feels really heavy right now. And that even though they feel like they're providing trauma responsive behavior towards their patients and taking care of patients, it doesn't feel like they're extending that to themselves or other people. So we've revisited things like creating boundaries and um, engaging in self-compassion and work around finding purpose and joy in your work. And, you know, that kind of brought me back to the importance of joy. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that today in some ways that I've been expressing and experiencing joy. I really did a big newsletter push last week. Um, And by push, I mean just a, a theme around finding joy and sitting in joy. You know, it's May. If you're listening to this podcast today, it's May of 2023 and moving into June Um, of 2023. And there's so many things going on, you know, school's ending and summer's beginning and graduations are happening. And I just wanted to take moments to reflect and find joy where it's cropping up. So anyway, if you're interested, please go in and sign up for the newsletter. It's a great way to get free information around what it means to be trauma-informed, how we build Uh, connections with families, starting with ourselves and our practices and our colleagues, and then moving on to the kids and patients that you all work with. Um, But it really means starting with us. So anyway, that's all in the newsletter, which I will link to in the show notes. And I'm going to give you a little sampling of that newsletter today, just because I want you to get a feel for both what is accessible and Um, the message around finding joy and, and specifically finding ways to connect with kids around their character. So I wanted to mention that, how wonderfully successful our learning collaborative has been of late. Um, you know, if you have not come and visited during a provider lounge meeting, oh my gosh, I encourage you to do that. It is an incredible group of physicians and other healthcare providers, including behavioral health consultants, dentists, optometrists, clinical pharmacists, and each of those professions has its own group that meets with me during the month. And we, we do talk about what it means to be a trauma responsive practice or provider, but even more so, we're just in community with one another, talking and sharing ideas and sharing resources and being together and hearing each other's stories around what feels hard. And so, like I said, when this topic of retraumatization came up last month, we really focused on supporting one another and validating that experience, but then also talking about ways that they're experiencing joy and giving themselves the compassion and freedom to experience you know, festivities and celebrations in addition to um, some of the loss that so many of you have gone through and faced. that it really is a duality and both have to be felt and both are important to recognize and true. So anyway, it just really underscores the need for connection and the need for joy. So recently, um, my daughter graduated from high school And it has been an exhausting and happy and joyful and momentous time in our house. And what it's reminded me of is really the need to celebrate not just the big stuff when it happens, but also the small stuff. And specifically, how do we help kids feel celebrated, not for what they accomplish, but for who they are as individuals. And if if you don't remember the very first kickoff podcast with Dr. Ken Ginsberg, he talks about really talking with kids about celebrating who they are and what they bring to you in any form, not just what they accomplish and the accolades they collect. And graduation was such a big time for that in our family. So I wanted to read you some pieces of the newsletter that went out, and I encourage you to sign up for it if you're not doing so already. But these are some of the um, some of my friends called it an ode to Sophia, who is my daughter. It, this year, we actually called this year the year of Sophia. Um, and why? Because my daughter is you know, graduating from high school. And it's really just reminded me to slow down and set boundaries and be intentional with my time. So as different opportunities throughout this year have cropped up for our family or for my business or as individuals, the first thing we ask ourselves is, well, is this going to get in the way of some kind of senior celebration or senior momentous occasion or an event with Sophia? And if the answer is yes, then we say, no, we can't do that as a family. We can't do that as an individual. My business can't do that we really wanted to slow down and be intentional about time with Sophia to celebrate her senior year. I want you to think about that in your life too. Like we all go through seasons where we are more or less available. And especially when I talk with providers about boundaries, you know, there's so much pressure to be performing and creating outcomes all the time. But there may be times in your life where you just can't do that. Maybe your child's graduating from high school or you know, maybe you have little kids under five and you're not getting any sleep and you can't volunteer for another board or a parent meeting or, or whatever the case may be. Maybe you have a parent who's very ill and needs extra care or you care for someone with a disability or medical condition. We all have seasons in our life where we can give more or less to other professional or personal invitations. It even came up this weekend with my husband when we were just kind of bemoaning the fact that we have to do so much travel and work for one of our kids' events, that it requires a lot of travel throughout our state. um, And we're happy to do it. And the duality is we're exhausted also. And there are times we wish, gosh, we wish we could just stay home and work at home or do yard work or hang out with friends instead of travel all over our state for this sport. Um, But we both looked at each other and said, you know, it's just a couple more years. Again, it's a season. We're going through a season. And and with graduation and celebration, we really wanted to protect this season. So here's some snippets from my newsletter. I really have attempted to soak up these years as much as possible. My friends with older children warned me that these years would fly by, and they have. But every concert, last-minute science fair project, sports lesson, car drives with oodles of snacks, piano playing, horse riding, and friend filled moments have been experienced and loved. And this past weekend, as Sophia graduated with honors and chords and fanfare, everybody came in and people are celebrating her. In fact, this coming weekend, we still have her open house where we're getting together with friends and family. But what I really wanted to slow down and do was celebrate the parts of my daughter And specifically, every child. So every child that's going through momentous occasion deserves brighter lights of celebration, not just their accomplishments, but their character, really what builds people into incredible human beings. So let me read you a couple of these. I said, Sophia, you have loved school. Every facet since you started preschool, you embraced with fervor. You soaked up art, sang every day, wrote epically, studied diligently, committed yourself to the long game. Your dedication as a student portrays grit and determination. You found yourself, thanks to incredible teachers and mentors, You've figured out who you are. You're a leader, a friend, a boss, a writer, an artist, driven, compassionate, funny, thoughtful and playful, empathic and loving. Dang, you are incredibly you. You persisted through early years and middle school years and high school years. You've been curious, you've asked questions, you've advocated for yourself. You looked for guidance, set boundaries and mucked through tough waters. The path has not been easy, but you navigated with bravery. You survived online school during a pandemic, and it was not easy. There were tears and loneliness. You loved Spanish thanks to a creative teacher, and you loathed math because, well, math isn't your thing. And you missed friends, and you made friends. You fostered a village of friends from preschool through eighth grade and then bravely stepped into huge a huge high school, knowing just a few souls. And you made some of the greatest friends of your lifetime. Because, my sweet kid, you reflect who you surround yourself with, and you are love and light. You are celebrated. Your family adores you. We, as your parents, cannot believe we've got to be part of this journey, and we count ourselves lucky to be your parents. The extended family will celebrate you and applaud the beautiful young woman you've become, and you've healed You conquered anxiety and you found out what family means. You claimed your name. You flourished friendships, romance, and taken brave steps. Healing hurt and walking through loss has been heartbreaking and heart-mending. Thank you for your late night hugs, long talks, and vulnerability. And finally, you found yourself in your next step. You know, for my daughter, as soon as we began the college hunt, she knew exactly what she wanted. She wanted a big school. And so she applied and she's going to a big state school in Oregon. I cannot wait to see what this brings. So I signed off to this newsletter saying, yes, for all these reasons, um, this next step is bittersweet. If we as parents have done our job, and I as your mother have loved you unconditionally and allowed you to marinate in my love and presence as as I hope I have, then the result is one truly fabulous, breathtaking human being, a human being I love without limits, So keep writing your song, Sophia. I'll be giving a standing ovation. And thank you to everyone who's allowed me to gush about this most significant accomplishment. And to all the seniors graduating, I support you and celebrate you. May you find contentedness to reach your dreams. And to the parents who are celebrating these seniors, I see you. Great job. We did it. So as I reflect on that newsletter, I really am focusing on the character attributes of my daughter. And what I'm wanting all of you to do too is reflect on the patients that you see, the children that you work with, the kids that are in your life and think about what are the character attributes that I can point out to them. So the things that you heard in the newsletter were things like love, finding yourselves, persistence, grit, Being a friend, being healing, being a boss, being a leader, all of these things that are really examples, not just of what my daughter accomplished, but who she is as a person. So that along the way, when she continues to experience adversity and stress and hardship, which we all will, she can go back and feel that she's deeply grounded in who she is as a person, that she knows what it means to overcome hardship, that she knows what it means to get through tough things and that she has these really strong character strengths to get her there. So why am I talking about this aspect of finding joy? Well, first of all, we need to find joy, these little moments of joy in everything and point out to the people that we care about and take care of and love and spend time with, whether it be patients or our family members, What's joyous about them? What's worth celebrating? And at the end of the day, you know, in 10 years, five years, it won't matter that she had an honor cord from her high school. What will matter are the character traits that got her there. And that's what I want to celebrate. That's what brings joy. You know, this podcast that that I created around the most important medicine, it really is about connection. It's about connecting, whether you're a healthcare provider and you're working with patients or you're an early educator and you work with kids or you're a parent who's listening, connecting with your own children. The most important medicine, how we respond to trauma and stress and mitigate that by building relationships is all about connection. So when we take moments to pause, when we find those small moments of joy, when we point out to people, not just what they've accomplished, but who they are, that's really the most important medicine connection and relationship so if you have not had a chance yet to subscribe to the newsletter i encourage you to do so right away go on dramyllc.com and subscribe to the newsletter you'll get all of these wonderful goodies you'll also find out about upcoming speaking engagements and if you're an organization or a person that wants to set up a time to have a discovery call to talk about public speaking events and trainings i would love to talk to you about that too Um, But truly, from the bottom of my heart, I hope you're all thinking of ways you can find joy in your life and contentedness and celebrate those things. Because without joy and without having these moments of celebrations, we have nothing to draw energy from when we experience hardship. All right. Bye for now. Well, that's it friends. If you like what you're hearing in this space, I invite you to join us in the Provider Lounge, a learning collaborative to build resilience. It's an incredible group of physicians who meet monthly, get CME and lean into conversations about trauma, resilience and other tough topics. This is the most important medicine. Keep listening to other people's stories and let them transform you and keep sharing your own because your humanity will heal others. We'll talk soon.